Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good, clean, fun. Bridgestone. Your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of AutoLine Daily. It's Wednesday, April 18th, 2012. We are smack dab in the middle of the week. I'm David Kiley, Editor-in-Chief of AOL Autos, and thanks for joining us today. McElroy is still out gallivanting, but he should be back for tomorrow's show. Anyway, here's the latest news. Volkswagen is expected to announce it plans to build an Audi factory in Mexico so the brand can better compete with BMW and Mercedes in the U.S. According to the Detroit News, reports out of Germany say the plant will start building the Q5 in 2015. The company wants to boost sales in the U.S. to 200,000 units annually by 2018. Last year, Audi sold a tick more than 117,000 vehicles in the American market. Diesel-powered cars and trucks are starting to gain momentum in the U.S. again. More automakers are offering them in the American market, and that's helping boost sales. Compared to 2011, diesel sales were up 35% in the first three months of the year. Hybrid sales were up 37% in the first quarter, but as we've pointed out, there are far fewer diesels in the market than hybrids. General Motors announced pricing for its new bi-fuel trucks, and they ain't cheap. Versions of the 2013 Chevrolet Silverado HD and GMC Sierra 2500 HD, which can run on both compressed natural gas and gasoline, will cost $11,000 over the price of a conventionally powered truck. But the company says customers can save up to $10,000 over three years depending on their driving habits. Now, a quick comment from me on natural gas. Not too long ago, I drove the Honda Civic CNG, the only passenger car that you and I can buy that runs on natural gas. Other than a smaller than optimal trunk space, it was a pleasure to drive and, more importantly, a breeze to fill up the tank at a public station. Natural gas prices are the lowest prices today than they have been in more than a decade. And the U.S. is practically the Saudi Arabia of natural gas. Come on, this is stupid. It would be nothing to build out an infrastructure at retailers to pump natural gas. And the oil companies would have real competition for vehicular fuel stock. And never mind buy fuel drivetrains. We ought to have a whole new flock of nat gas vehicles hitting the market in the next decade. But we don't. And that, my friends, is just plain stupid. Now, back to the news. Aside from the MSRP figures or the cost of options on a vehicle, pricing information is a closely guarded industry secret. You almost never hear an automaker say, we have $4,722 worth of steel in this vehicle, or the engine cost us $1,700 to manufacture. But the key qualifier here is almost. Ford CEO Alan Mulally let the kitty out of the sack earlier this week by announcing the cost of the battery used in the electric version of the Focus. Speaking at a green conference in California, 
He said the 23 kilowatt hour packs cost between $12,000 and $15,000. With prices like that, it's no wonder electric vehicles are so darn expensive. The base price of the Ford Focus Electric is just about 40 grand before the tax incentives kick in to knock the price down. Well, Infinity may be kicking things up a notch. If the buzz on Autoblog and Motor Trend is true, the Japanese luxury brand could be working on a mega-powered G model. As it stands, the performance version of this popular car is pretty modest compared to what BMW's M division or the folks at AMG deliver. But that could change. Infiniti may be developing a 530 horsepower twin turbocharged version of the G. Again, that's 530 horsepower. The next generation of the car is expected to come out in the summer of 2014. The new Lincoln MKZ is pretty polarizing. A lot of people absolutely love it, others mm, not so much. But here's some good news if you don't like the car's grill. Ford's design honcho Jay Mays said not every new Lincoln will necessarily share the MKZ's new face. He said the overall shape will remain the same, but the texture inside the grill perimeter can be different. I guess it's a little like painting by number. I'm Isaac Bouchard in Napa Valley, California, with the newest entry in one of the most fiercely competitive segments of the automotive business. That story coming up. Reducing exhaust emissions, airified diesel particulate filters, high filtration, low back pressure, small package size, excellent durability. DowAerify.com. Another day, another new car launch. Autoline correspondent Isaac Bouchard is still in the San Francisco area testing new vehicles. With the latest from the West Coast, here he is. Until recently, Honda has had smooth sailing, offering the number one retail seller in the compact crossover class with their CRV. But Ford intends to knock them off their perch with the all new Escape, which boasts a suite of technologies and available powertrains that is unmatched in the class. The new 2013 Escape has two EcoBoost powertrain offerings a 1.6 liter EcoBoost and a 2 liter EcoBoost. The 1.6 liter is our fuel economy leader and will, is expected to achieve 33 miles per gallon highway, while the 2.0 liter replaces our V6, is an ample towing machine capable of towing 3,500 pounds. It has 240 horsepower, 270 foot-pounds of torque. Using EcoBoost power, we've made good our escape from the Bay Area, and we're headed for Napa, California. Along the way, we're going to explore some of the other features of the escape that will hopefully help it remain very competitive in this fiercely contested class. We have a ton of great new features and options in the escape. I think the hands-free liftgate is really the highline feature. Um, imagine yourself for a second, maybe you're carrying a child in a bag of groceries, and you don't want to dig around in your pocket or purse um, to find the keys. All you do need to do is walk up to the back of the vehicle, kick your foot under the bumper, and the tailgate lifts automatically. It's a simple and intuitive piece of technology that sort of makes people's lives easier. Add to that Sync with My Ford Touch for in-car connectivity and other features like Active Park Assist or Blind Spot Information System, and customers are getting a premium experience in a very affordable small utility vehicle. So now we're here in Napa. In this valley, there are over 400 wineries, so you can imagine the competition. But that's nothing compared to the fierce fight that's going on in the compact crossover class. 
What you need is not just engines or technology, but you need driving dynamics to go with it. And I would say the Ford Escape has some of the best. It has linear, accurate steering, a very smooth, quiet ride, and great body control. It also looks cutting edge. With these attributes, Ford may well retain the top honors in this competitive class. From Napa Valley, California, I'm Isaac Bouchard for AutoLine Daily. Like Isaac just said, the 2013 Escape looks really good, and it's loaded with technology, but it's entering one of the most cutthroat segments in the business. Is that going to be enough for it to compete? Well, we'll have to wait and see once it goes on sale later this year. And with that, we've come to the end of another episode of AutoLine Daily. Again, I'm David Kiley, Editor-in-Chief of AOL Autos. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time.